Hey friends, welcome to episode number 33 of the Bender Blend podcast. I am your host, Jordan Bender. Uh, thanks to the regular crew for sitting down and uh, chatting with our special guest, Louis Campo. He's a tattoo artist here in San Luis Obispo at Traditional Tattoo. Um, all around awesome dude. We had fun talking to him. We picked his brain on all things tattooing, um, and then we talked about music, movies. It was a great chat. He was an awesome dude, and um, I highly recommend going to check out his art on his uh, Instagram, at Louis Campo on Instagram. He's a tat, uh, talented dude. Um, anyways, yeah, it was fun. Uh, hopefully you guys are staying inspired, and if not, it's okay. Take breaks, but uh, just keep working on shit, and uh, stay creative, guys. Cheers. Nope. Okay, but we are starting. Hello. Hello, you over there, Gabby. Me. We're Hello, gonna, me. We have some new voices on today. New voice, I should say. Hi, Louie. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, buddy. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And then we got out. What, Llama Audrey? Or yep. is that a, yep, is that a llama? llama? It's Llama. Okay. Yeah. Um, for people that are just listening, because that's what you do. They're wearing a facial mask. Mm-hmm. Is that like moisturizer. a moisturizer mm-hmm. mask yeah, in the in the kind of animal lady. style? Mm-hmm. So you've got an otter. I have an Louis otter. W- my friend once gave me one that had um, Godzilla, and I've never looked back. <laughs> That's awesome. And then Audrey's wearing Ooh, a llama face. Me. Clint's got a panda face. He's gonna put on. I'll I'll post the pictures so you guys can see. Hi guys. Video. Okay. Hello everyone. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure you're on my, on Benderblend Instagram? Yes. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Man. It's creepy. It is a little creepy. I'm it's not going to look at anybody in the eye. So. I love it, actually. We're almost um, So, Louie, we're going to, I'm going to ask you a few questions because you have a pretty cool profession. You're a tattoo artist. I am. Um, Probably a lot cooler to everyone but me, but hey. <laughs> you know, I'm, right? I'm into it. I, I've somehow pulled some scam on everyone to give them to pay me money, and That's I'll awesome. keep doing that until yeah. the wheels fall off. How long have you been tattooing? About 10 years tattooing. I was a body piercer for five years before that, Okay. and then uh, I actually worked at a tattoo shop just as like a counter person um, two years. For that for two shit. years okay and that's how i ended up knowing the owner of the shop we were friends and housemates he uh, i helped him out at his shop back where i went to college and then he moved here to san luis obispo um i finished up my graduate degree and i was in between semesters of student teaching and he said i got a random phone call from him it's like oh, i just bought a tattoo shop i don't like one of the piercers do you want to move out here and learn to pierce? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that for a year, maybe two. Let's go awesome. back to being a Obispo? Yep. And then I was like, uh, yeah, then I'll do that and go back to finish it up being a student teacher and all that. And that was 15 years ago. I have two months of student teaching that I never finished and, you know, kind of wasted a <laughs> master's degree, but not really. I mean, just sometimes you zig, sometimes you zag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I think a lot of us do that. Um, Nice, man. Well, were you artistic before that, or did you just learn the trade? Or were you, um, I mean, I had taken always... some, some classes in high school. I don't think that I was particularly... Um, I, some art, but I wasn't... I, I didn't think I had a propensity for it. Uh, and then I just really got drilled in being around tattoo artists and, and artists all the time. 
they focused on like, okay, this is what you're going to do. And yeah. they, we came in, I came in three hours before work, six days a week for nine months and just worked on yeah. basic drilling, you know, drawing drills and went from there. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, we'll just do this at the top so people can go check out your Instagram and see some of your work. It's at Louis Campo and that's L-O-U-I-E-C-A-M-P-O. And so, on the Instagram no silent peas. No silent peas. Hard P. <laughs> um, nice, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and something that comes up a lot on this podcast, and especially with the new guests, is we always talk about like with you, it's a little different because you do something creative every day for a job. And a lot of us are always like, we have our day jobs and then we try and be creative. But do you have uh, an, another outlet? when you're feeling not like you kind of want to refresh and be like, all right, I don't feel like doing art or anything. Do you have something else you like uh, to I do? I go to the gym almost daily okay. and I feel that kind of balances out. So I'm doing something, yeah. you know, a strong yin versus a strong yang. Yeah. Um, and, and it's helped just tattooing wreaks havoc on your body. You're bent I, over all day. Imagine. You're, you're yeah. sitting down. So doing something physical that strengthens your, your strengthens your body, especially your lower back and your wrists yeah. has been super imperative compared to a lot of the other guys that I work with who for years, you know, their aches and pains. And mm. I'm just like, do you just do weights and machines or what do you do? Uh, mostly free weights and, uh, some body weight exercises. Mm. That, uh, I, I hate to say it. I do the CrossFit thing yeah. and uh, <gasps> I know, I know I do circuit training. Yeah, it's so. awesome. Yeah. I actually highly recommend it, but I try not. I say I go to the gym instead of doing name brand stuff. So whatever, you know. I was going to say cross training sounds way better. Yes, it does. High intensity, essentially the same. Yeah, exactly. So Mm -hmm. nice. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, because I think about that too, and I've always been tried to like when I go get tattooed. It's like, hey, what's comfortable for you? Ultimately, because I know some tattoo artists that. They just grind through it, and, I, and they're they're nice enough to be like, "Hey, do you need a break?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." But do you need one? I try to take a break every hour to just stretch. Yeah. Like, and there are times where I'm I'm literally I'm I'm pulling a few lines, and then my hands already gone numb, mm. so I have to like shake it out. And just sometimes your positions are a little weird, but you you know you deal with it, you move on. Yeah. Just how it is. Does it go numb from the machine, from the like the vibration? Uh, it's more the position your arms in, just uh, kind of like you know when you sleep at night and your head's above your or your arms above your head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that kind of needles and pins feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was my question too. Is like, is it the machine that does it? I, I mean, that, that's that the, it's but... a component. It's the way you're bent over. Yeah, you know, pinching nerves and and such. I mean, I'm, I'm also totally making this stuff up. I have no idea, but it, that's what makes that, me feel. That like. makes I, sense, I, I though. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what would I was trying to think? I was like, because I know you you would never do a shitty tattoo, but what is something that someone came to you with? And obviously you don't, if it's a client privacy thing, maybe not. I don't know. But I want to know if someone came in and they're like, I really want this. And you're like, okay. So. Oh God. Okay. You're paying me. Sure. Yeah. A lot of times I'm of the mindset. uh, It's not my tattoo. So I'm really not emotionally invested in the design. Yeah. It's an important distinction to um, make. Sounds like Audrey already knows there, one. There is a story, uh, but let me just finish. Sorry. Like, I don't do, like, overtly racist stuff. Yeah. Um, someone wants okay. swastikas or something. Like, yeah. I, I, to this day, have... One of my old coworkers had 
the greatest response to somebody coming in and wanting to get a swastika yeah. tattooed. And he just like stood up. And this this guy had done some time on state mandated vacation. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> That's a nice He was like, he it. just like <laughs> stared this 19 year old kid down and goes, you're in that fucking shit in the yard, nowhere else. And you're like, and you just get the fuck out of here. I was like, okay, well, that's that is the single greatest response to yeah. anyone wanting to get swastika tattoos. It's like, go fucking get it at state mandated <clears throat> yeah. vacations. Yeah. How, yeah, would you, no how would you even do that? Like, how would you, as a tattoo artist, even like, you know, do a good job? I mean, even if you agreed to do it, like, it would be. I mean, you know that's I mean? Like, one of those things you... that. Yeah, I, I just. I bet most places, unless it's a seedy place, I bet if you're like, I want to swastika. Around here, on. yeah, you're not going to find Nobody, a lot yeah, of people. I would hope. Nobody um, would. Or San Francisco. You know, I don't want to like speak in, in guarantees and like, oh, all tattoo artists would not. But I think by and large, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's really just like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm booked up right now. Really? It's yeah. like, it looks like you're sitting there doing nothing. Nope. Yep. Booked up. Totally booked up. Yeah, I'm sketchy. Yeah. I gotta, Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. I gotta Something's get this. coming up. Also, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not really emotionally invested in a lot of people's tattoos. Um, for better or worse, I... I there are tattoos I get to enjoy that I'm doing, but a lot of times I will be like, cool, I can do the best job that, you know, technically wise. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you know what a good, any good image or good design looks like, that's, yeah. you, you're, you're drawing that up and making people happy. And I mean, every day I'm doing tattoos, I don't care about, but I care about the end result and how happy the person is. Right. So, right. I mean, it's like, you know, carpenters, are they, are they emotionally <laughs> invested in every house they built? Probably not, yeah. but I think they're really proud of, right. you know, the end, end result. Well, I would, I yeah. would compare like in carpentry more like what you do to more like a finished carpenter mm. or a detail carpenter, mm. you know what I mean? And I think those guys, I mean, it's because it's, if you're a framer, it's like, yeah, you're right. You just, you're a framer, but mm. if you're a finished carpenter and you're, you know, it's what people are going to see. Imagine it's the same thing with, with your work where you want to make sure it looks good yeah i mean and that's there, there are technical things and i i mean to kind of get off the topic for just a second there's that's definitely fine, yeah. a huge component of um i mean hipster tattoo artists which i think is is kind of a, a shortcut to say like there's a lot of crappy artists who are doing like hand poke tattoos mm. and they're just riding off of this uh it's like a trendy it's thing a trendy, to do. Yeah, than... there, there's there's not a lot of craftsmanship to what they're doing, and right. um, that's not again that's not all hand poke tattoos. That's not, but there's definitely a wave in the in the tattoo mm-hmm. industry where you're like, really? Yeah, that well, person's booked out for six months, and hmm. their designs are crap, and they have a you know three hundred dollar an hour you yeah. know charge. It's like screw screw that. Yeah, is there still a yeah. like a rigid <laughs> apprenticeship that artists have? to... I mean, there should be. I, it, it's like anything everything has changed but mm-hmm. you know I was fortunate I was able to get an apprenticeship um, I think a lot of people benefit from a good apprenticeship I think a lot of people also start apprenticeships and get kind of taken for a ride on how their apprenticeship like they, they the person teaching them shouldn't have apprenticed them but they're already so far deep they, they have to just keep going through um and they can maybe come out not having the skills they need, but, you know, by and large, having an apprenticeship, you're going to be around a tattoo shop and 
and learn the proper ways. Right. Is are there those people that you you know that they did two or three tattoos out of their house and they're like, well, crap, you're freaking amazing. I hate you. That yeah, does yeah, happen. Sure. But you know, um, by and large, like most people without an apprenticeship are rubbish. Like, ah, fuck, I hate saying it like that. No, but they're now yeah, <laughs> they're rocking <laughs> rubbish. A, you know, they're they they're not failing quietly. They right, are right. getting out there and going far too uh, advanced for what their skill level is, and then no one sitting there being like, "Yeah, maybe you shouldn't do that," or "Maybe you should do this." Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like an art degree or art school where there's yeah. people critiquing you <clears> and being like, "Okay, we're gonna." give you criticisms and you're going to learn from this and you're not going to like me for a while. Like we always joked, my uh, uh, mentor, he would be like, okay, let's kick some puppies. And then he would just tear, (laughs) tear apart my, my uh, portfolio of what I thought was like, this is the absolute best job. And he's like, you know, it's not bad, but here's the thing. And then he would just make me feel, you know, three inches tall because I felt (laughs) like everything that I'd poured into was like just utter shit. And to be fair, it was. I mean, it's what you do. You first you few years, it, yeah. you like anything. You're going to have mm-hmm. to be critiqued, and yeah. you have to grow from that. Definitely. Yeah. So. Well, that's. I was going to say that makes you better in the end, it, especially in something like that, where mm-hmm. it's like this is permanent shit. It's permanent, permanent, and also it's like it's the person ex- sitting yeah. there doesn't care. Right. Like they. Yeah. They just want to have you know their mm-hmm. tattoo for the rest of their life. So. Yeah. I. You know, you swallow your pride and move on. I've also worked with people who. You couldn't tell that, like, you couldn't tell them, oh, maybe if you tighten up here, you do the, this. They would just shut off and keep yeah. doing what they're doing, and right. they haven't advanced. and They never grow, yeah. They don't grow, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that goes across the board with a lot of yeah, the critiquing. Exactly. Yeah, we did I think we did an episode on that, mm-hmm. kind of, like, how you just kind of, like, accept it. And there are, there are definitely people's voices that you listen to, and there's critiques that you're just like, oh, fuck off. Right. Yeah, then and but you if know. you're gonna respect somebody, and, right? You know, if you can actually sit there and take that criticism to heart. Also, if you know where it's coming from, the right place. Yeah, it's not, right. It's not, it's not coming from a mean place. It's coming from a helpful place. Grow. Yeah, they want to look. Yeah. yeah. And um, how old are you? I'm 38 okay. now. Yeah. Yeah. I had to think about it. I did. Well, you know, I was like, I, was, I turned 38 in <laughs> August, so it's August a few months. I'm freshly 38. What's your birthday? <laughs> August 25. Okay, I'm August 6th. Okay. Yeah. I share my birthday with Sean Connery. Nice. Sean. I share mine with Madonna and Mick Jagger. Nice. That's, oh, you're... We knew, we knew there was something special about you, Clint. Born to be a rock Cheers, buddy. Um, nice. Cheers. Well... Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to just make you keep talking about tattooing oh, the whole time. Question. Yeah, 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 go. How, how... Have you ever had, like, um... We were like... Oops. Um, be honest. So, just the other day, what's today? So, Thursday? Thursday? I was tattooing someone who I've been tattooing for years, and she's a good friend. Uh, And she was showing me pictures on her phone of something on Instagram. And I looked up for a moment, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I colored outside the line. And there was no way to just to hide it other than being like watercolor. Okay, so we're gonna add another bumblebee onto this spot. And I literally just stood up and put down another bumblebee in that one spot and we called it good and you know, she's high on Vicodin, so she didn't really care. Yeah. 
So you're like no extra charge. No, ex- I'm actually I have, that's the ongoing joke. You know that extra line is free. So <laughs> um, I will say more often than not, uh, you'll get people who get tattoos on their ribs. Usually the ribs because that's a very tender spot, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not ready for it. They so they'll start moving, and mm-hmm. it'll be like a tattoo rodeo. So you're like, <laughs> okay, well, I can fix that line. The next line I might not be able to fix. The line after that I'm not going to fix. So yeah. you have to kind of relax and deal with this. And, you know, we have to get through this because it is a paragraph on your ribs that mm. you asked me to do. So <laughs> yeah. I am here to facilitate that and the best of my abilities, but you have to just try and relax. And I try not to be a dick, but there gets to a certain point where you kind of have to be like like a... I don't know, like a football coach or a basketball coach. Yeah. You're, like, you're yeah. going to be a dick because yeah. you're like, okay, you okay, I'm nice, I'm nice, I'm nice. Fuck off. Like, what the hell is your yeah. problem? I was gonna right? say like, you got to stop. Coaching. You yeah. got to stop moving. You're yeah. fucking like. And I'm lucky yeah. I'm a like 225 pound dude, so I can like hold really hold down. somebody down. <laughs> but still, it's like only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been in the shop when the artist next to us is struggling and he, he would look at Terry and just kind of like <laughs> Terry was always good super one of the nicest dudes ever Terry would just be like oh why'd you guys both take a break yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no, go take a break there, there will be mid, take deep breath mid tattoo uh, whiskey shots occasionally yeah. not often <clears throat> right yeah <clears throat> yeah occasionally I, I always trip out I don't have that many I have a couple but where and I can deal with these on the inside of my arm, this one and this one, that was probably the most painful. But what trips me out is how you can feel it mm-hmm. distinctly in other parts of your body. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if it's I remember weird. when she was shading here on the bottom of my foot, I'm like, I can feel that in my foot. <laughs> it's not painful, but I can feel There's, yeah. the needle in my foot. She's like, oh yeah, it's, yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I was getting my shoulder tattooed and thought, yeah. I, thought I was getting something tattooed on my neck and I yeah. had to literally stop and ask my really good friend. I'm like, you're not tattooing my neck, are you? Yeah. Because that would not make me very happy. Which and, makes sense when you go do acupuncture. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, there are, all these nerve bundles are connected. It's a one, we're one big fucking circuit highway of neurons. Mm-hmm. So, cause yeah, same thing. I had my, my back piece and I thought he was tattooing like, here and yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, and I, look, I was like, I know that's, and he was like, are you feeling that over there? He was, yeah, that's freaky, huh? Yeah, it's fucking weird me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the back, my back was actually my most painful. Back sucks. It oh my fucking god, hurt. I mean, fucking hurt. <laughs> I'm I'm now the age where I'm like, I'm not I'm not a tough guy. Like there are some parts that didn't hurt, but yeah, like right over my my what was it Cossack's bone right there, right above your butt mm-hmm. crack. Yeah, your tail. Your tramp stamp. Yeah, right where my tramp stamp is. <laughs> my uh, my kidney is like it, I just hate getting tattooed at this point. Like. Just that was my next question. Like, I was like, "Do you like getting tattooed?" I mean, That's like, funny. I like how tattoos right. look. I, yeah. I, I don't. I know there are people who feel like, "Oh, I'm sexually aroused by this," and I'm like, "Please don't tell me that. This is just. I don't. I don't get paid enough to be a part of your fantasy." <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy. Um, yeah. They hurt. I, I mean, yeah. like you get. Yes, if you have a, a five minute tattoo, it's not going to hurt. If you get a five hour tattoo, you're going to feel it. An yeah. eight hour tattoo is just like. Okay, I'm really fucking over this. Like, yeah. because, yeah, I, I my forearm was two sessions, one eight-hour and one seven-hour session. Ooh. Jesus. And it's just like... Wow. It takes a lot of mental strength. Yeah, you're, you literally yeah. are just like distracting yeah. yourself with with uh, 
whatsoever on your phone or movies or anything. You know, yeah. It, I, yeah. I mean, I, I like how tattoos look. If I'm going to get tattooed, I know that it's going to hurt. And, right. Yeah. I'll, I can hit about four hours. That's about it. And I'm like, all right, we're done. I need a cheeseburger and a shot and a bath, like, right now. <laughs> and a bath, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Don't go soak it. What are you I doing? Say, yeah. I know. Like, they tell you you cannot take a bath, but if I so far, everything's been on my arm, and so it's like, I'm just, so hang just hanging that arm, out. like, out of the tub. Oh, Doesn't yeah. matter. Um... She's like, I'm going in the hot tub. Yeah. yeah. I gotta go in the ocean right now. You just now. put a bunch of chlorine in there. It's fine. It'll help clean it Shut out. Nice human stew right there. Yeah. I do think, and this is not supposed to be like a, oh, like, but do you think you'll tattoo for I, um, long, long time? Like I your mean, whole I'm, life? I oddly kind of put this weird, like, 45 is probably about where I would want to bow out. Yeah. That's um, old. Damn, that's old. <laughs> you know, at that point, I would have been tattooing. Claire, are you 45? <laughs> 18 years. And uh, again, this might change, but, uh, you know. It, yeah. It, it, it's hard on your body. And I, I think also I've seen how bitter, like, tattoo right. artists can get. And, yeah. and, and you have no other options. And that's just like. Because it's good money. It it's, it's yeah. really is, but... There's a I'll, toll it takes. It takes its sure. toll yeah. mentally. I mean, like, you can only do so many dead baby footprints before you're just like... <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I had three dead baby footprints oh, in God. two weeks. And I, I literally no. just, like... That's really that's rough. Heavy. I think, I, oh, it's very heavy. And, like, uh, you, you work dealing with the grief. mental aspects, the grief, and... Yeah. Like, I literally just threw down my machine afterwards after people walked out. I'm like, no one's booking me those things for two more fucking months. Just, I'm, yeah. I can only do so many dead baby footprints. And uh, everyone's like, wow, that's a, that's a statement you don't want to hear from too many people a day. Yeah. And it's like, that's, it, it's hard. Sorry I laughed. I just realized yeah. I was no, it, laughing it, no, at it. No, it's <laughs> like gallows humor. Like, oh. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm to still people, laughing at it. To those people, like, that meant a lot. And yeah. in my head, I'm just like, fuck, fuck fuck, fuck, we just got to get through this, get through this, do the best you can and move on because it's yeah. like you yeah. have to put on a mental block because yeah. they are crying uh, the entire time dealing with their own grief. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, I really like brought the mood here. Yeah, what I the fuck, Louie? Um, no, I'm just like going back to bad tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I brought it up. Um, aside from like racist tattoos <laughs> or shit fucking tattoo, like is there a certain tattoo that the tattooing community the artists in general are kind of like chuckle 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 like is there one like like is there like a specific like uh, i mean barbed wire i mean <laughs> like there's a script on rib cages maybe you know the, there is that that whole pinterest tattoo cliche now and it's it's weird because pinterest just became the new flash for everyone like yeah. if you have access to a computer and you're like, I like that design, and mm. I want it like this. It's like, okay, yeah. well, I, I, I guess I'm doing another arrow and some <laughs> script or whatever. Arrow and, compass, yeah. You know, like, or okay, something. cool, exactly, exactly. Like whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever the, you know, litany of things they want, and it's that they see that they like it, they think that that's going to make them happy, and you do it, and. Yeah. What's hard is because a lot of those things, tattoos used to be, or tattoo flash used to be drawn by tattoo artists, and now you have all these designs that are just being drawn by people who probably have a graphic design background at the very least, but they don't 
they aren't drawing things for tattoos. Right. And, uh, that makes sense. Like, I did an infinity sign that said sisters the other day. And that's, again, we're going to laugh, and that's totally within our... But to those people, were stoked. And, right, and exactly. It's like, it's, again, going back I to can't the say term, shit, ma'am, I have, if you're yeah. listening, um, <laughs> fuck your sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, she even, she's yeah. my stepsister, but uh, I swear. No, that's she's my best friend. It's hard because, like I said, I'm not emotionally invested in these tattoos. I try and do a good job, and I... Right. I always am going to, every day I go to work because my rent doesn't care how much I like a piece of art. Right. Thank you. Know, you. It's I've had like, that discussion, like similar discussions like that before. Yeah. yeah. You're going to, I mean, I, I'm not saying that I'm a, I'm a fucking whore that's going to just do whatever to get paid, but <laughs> like I'm there to tattoo. Yeah. I signed it's up to job, be a tattoo man. artist. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. my fucking hobby. It's yeah. my fucking job. Yeah. And because of that, I'm going to tattoo. And if that's what makes you happy, well, then I'm going to do the best job with a smiley face. I might walk around and I might roll my eyes. Like, I guarantee I'm going to roll my eyes. Uh, <laughs> that's, and, that's honest. And there yeah. are occasionally designs that, you know, they, they want a wall of text and they want this and this and this. And we all look at each other. And it's like, okay, who gets to jump on today's grenade? Because yeah. it is, yeah. it, it's not fun, It's but it's work. And sometimes you just have, because that person is mm-hmm. super stoked on life because of it. Yeah. yeah. And that's my job. And, yeah. You know, imagine if you went to the doctor and they said, well, I'm only dealing with throat <laughs> specialties today. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, doesn't really help my or, ear infection. you know, I'd equate it to a, <clears throat> like a, um, a musician or a, um, a studio that does sound design or songs or whatever. So you're a musician and, you know, you probably have clients and come in and say, oh, hey, I want something that sounds like complete dog shit for our yeah. corporate video. Can you make some dog shit for us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I can give you the most polished dog shit that you're yeah. So long as you're Oh, it's going to have lipstick on it. Yeah, exactly. Purpose. Poke some flowers in it. It's going to be beautiful but, dog shit. You know, again, it's... If that's what you want, and I can try and talk you into like <clears throat> doing something else, but you can size people up real quickly, and you can tell that they yeah. want what they want. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, do you have any personal tattoos that you regret? On me? Yeah. I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Um, I didn't get I didn't start getting tattooed till I was about twenty, twenty or twenty one. It's a good call. And then um. I got tattooed mostly by coworkers and such. Yeah. There's one person that I just, I did not like the guy and the, it's not a bad tattoo, but I just, the associations with that guy, I'm just like, mm. you're such a tool. Mm. Like you're, you're a goon. And, uh, I look at it and hilariously I've now had three people in my shop. Like if they're trying out new techniques or something, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, let's just recolor another petal on that rose and see how it looks because it's, it's on my upper thigh. So no one ever really sees it. Yeah. So it's it's been recolored three or four times and lines have been redone. Like some of the lines are, I don't know, the size of a Sharpie marker. <laughs> that's awesome. You're just like, yeah, cool. I, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, so. and that's a spot too. It's not you're exactly. not showing it's, it off like exactly. It's look not at it, look at my mustaches. You know, I definitely have or somebody else's. Have maybe when he goes to the gym, he wears super short well, shorts. Maybe. I do actually so. though. So that'd be hot. That's, that's pretty hot. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. Speedos. Well, yeah, there, there. No, they're not even wearing speed. You should be wearing speedos. With I know. Coat. Come on, <laughs> Gabby. Come on. You gotta get some vitamin D on the D. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
Ooh, I just had a weird image in my head. Um, <laughs> sunburned dick. Oh, ouch. Yeah. It, I'm sure it's happened there. <laughs> Dudes pass out and they're Fire like, they wake club? up and they're sure. like, oh no, look at my cocktail shrimps cooked, fully cooked, man. <laughs> Guaranteed that's happened. Some, anyone have some cocktail sauce? Yeah. <laughs> Gabby knows what cocktail, wait. What? Sorry. She knows what it's made of. It's super oh simple. Ketchup, ketchup and, and horseradish. horseradish. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't you know did it? Like last um, week. That's, all, that's okay. Was now you know. years old. Um, <laughs> I was feeling really moisturized from those mm-hmm. masks. I was, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah, about yeah, to yeah. take it off right now. You're reading my mind, I'm, I'm Louis. Like, super soft and silky. You guys do look with. very, sh- you got a nice sheen I to your face. Like, um, you look healthy, you look supple. <laughs> that might be the booze in this bottle, but <laughs> okay. That's okay, you look yeah. supple. That's I was going to tell Clint when you took yours off. Wow. 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 For our listeners at home. Just ignore that. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't. There's no way they can ignore that Just now. Just take that back. There's no taking back. I don't edit. You know that. There's no take backs. Um, no. So something that came up today, and this is where we're just gonna open it. Um, because thank you for entertaining us mm. for that. I can literally talk about myself all day long. Okay. <laughs> well, so. you can still talk about yourself, but I'm gonna bring something up. It's not the today's top because today's topic is you, Louie, and meeting a new creative person, and then. I'm going to ask you, so something I heard today on another podcast, and I was like, it's a great, it's something that it's, it's the intrinsic value of doing things that, you know, in, in the moment seem like either like it's a task or something. And then you walk away and you're like, I actually really enjoyed that. And, um, it was like finding joy in certain things. And a lot of it was surprise joy, um, and last night, Gabby and I had a little art night, and I was drawing, and, you know, Gabby, you were kind of sitting there going, like, I'm just not inspired. And I'm not inspired. And I was like, well, for me, it's like, just put pen to paper and start, like, I've got this little template. I've been drawing just fucking circles. And also, here's a question for you guys, because I don't know what to call it. Um, what's a six-sided thing called it's not because an octagon's five yeah. it's a hexagon okay thank you i don't know why i didn't know that was, but anyways there's simple shapes and shit but that like listening to this podcast today i was like i realized because it's really simple shit it's literally tracing circles and then drawing weird connection points and it looks awesome that joy i get from that just simple like oh that feels good that's mm-hmm. cool color cool i don't know that it I it tied into that like yeah there is a joy in that there's a joy in just simple accomplishment of a, a simple drawing using a tool it's like yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome mm-hmm. i need to pay attention to that we're like picking up on those little moments of just like well that made me feel good i should do more of that and then sure enough 10 minutes 20 minutes into listening music and bullshitting gabby's over there doing this badass voodoo drawing mm-hmm. of baron samadhi it's fucking awesome. So it's like, that's, yeah, that's also nice. that there's that joy in the art. Like, and I know being a tattoo artist, like you're always working, drawing and stuff, but it's like, do you have something else that where you find a joy in that you look back if you or like the intrinsic value of doing something else that's not art? Um, well, I mean, like I was actually going to say like the, there is an importance <laughs> of, uh, especially at work where sometimes you just, you want to draw something mm-hmm. and you 
you don't know what you draw. You might even have a list of things you need to draw for work, but you're you have right uh, artist block, and um, and you're just like. I'm just going to trace a rose and see where this goes just to get it out of my head, mm-hmm. yeah. just to get my hand moving. Yeah. And then, you know, an hour and a half later, you know, I'm one to, while I'm at work, I listen to podcasts while I'm drawing it a lot. Yeah. Um, Cause I can pay attention, but also be doing it semi mindlessly. I don't want to say ignoring, mm-hmm. but it, it yeah. it's very Zen. And then I'll, I'll st- like, again, going for the rose and I'll be, Oh, an hour and a half later, I've, Worked on a pencil sketch for a ro- or a pencil photorealism for a rose. I'm like, okay, I can, I could use that as a reference for right. a tattoo in the future. Or I've got a lot of like pop culture based designs that I just yeah throw up on our wall and been like, okay, if someone wants, I don't know, a tampon that the <laughs> pentagram in the back that says rain and blood. That's, that's yeah, fucking I drew that radical. One up the other day. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, sure. that's fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> So I was like, I'm always doing something to, you know, if I have to be at work and there are times where I'm waiting for the day to end. But Mm. as soon as you start packing up, people walk in and expect, you know, they expect you to do your damn job. And you're like, oh, gosh, darn you for giving me money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How dare you Um, pay me? But as far as non-tattoo artwork, I... Or it could be anything, well, man. Just, you know, like a some like do you have hobbies. Hobbies. I go to work and I go to the gym and I don't know. I really more and more appreciating the social in, um, interactions I'm having with my friends lately. I'm trying to really yeah. appreciate those. Um, it's I've actually been wanting to do a bod- podcast for a while, so I'm really excited that I got invited into this because um, I do listen to yeah a lot of them. Um, I was a politics major. I don't know. Like I just yeah. like I, I like just being aware and yeah. being cued into things. So mm-hmm. just uh, being a well-rounded human, I, I think it's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. important. Yeah, there's. Sure. I mean, there's the intrinsic value of being social with people because I tend to, and I'm in that boat of, I like to, I like my alone time. But it's mm-hmm. like, man, when I'm when it's time to not be alone, it's like that. Okay, I'm getting a lot of value from hanging out with friends new and old and it's like there's there's definitely I'm becoming more conscious of that as well as like the value of time mm-hmm. like well this seems like a really good avenue to like yeah meet and exactly and explore that that's that. exactly the point of this is to meet new people that are all kind of in the same creative you know people always ask what's your podcast about I'm like creativity but it's it goes beyond that it goes beyond it goes into like a network of like meeting like-minded people that's like, Hey, you know, a month from now, I'll probably ask you to come back on and talk some more shit about whatever. Like I'll, you know, and it's just hearing those per- and cause people listening, they want that perspective from, cause they all go through it's, I've had people, you know, friends I haven't talked to in a year. They're like, dude, I just heard your podcast. And I agree with like, Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going through that too. I do this with this art and, it's not always creative shit. It's sometimes it's life shit. It's like that's so it's it's fulfilling in that way. Like, but yeah, the the best way I can, I think I told someone this once. I said my big the biggest gift I can give, not it's not like buying dinners or anything. It's like my time. Mm-hmm. Like I value my time and your time. 
and it's like it's important to be around people when you and especially forcing, not forcing yourself to, but like there's moments when it's like, and I, I, I got to get out of the house and go be around people. I think that there, and this is just me trying to figure out life, I don't know, but uh, there's been such an online culture of like making introvert, being an introvert as sexy. And, right. And that's, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with that. There's nothing no, wrong with, right. with having your own time and and taking care of yourself but I, I think yeah. that there's also we're losing this interaction that people would have with one another because of that like yeah because definitely. you're you know going back to the idea of a bubble and how you know I'm only interacting with the people who reinforce my own beliefs so it's like there are people that I work with daily who I would not agree with mm-hmm. uh, on a lot of things but I like them as people and right. that's forced mm-hmm. me to reevaluate maybe some positions or try and I don't want to ever try and persuade somebody something that they wouldn't want to agree with but I'll be like okay well what about this how do you feel it and I feel like if you can maybe engage with people in a positive way the best way you're going to ever change somebody's mind is to be kind of interesting and cool and sexy and then be like, well, that person is doing these things and I kind of want to be more like that person. So maybe you can make little changes just by being like a decent human. Yeah. And that's, 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 it seems simple, but it is, it goes a long way. Definitely. I mean, I think today that's a huge problem in our society is that people, if you have any disagreements with anyone on a political or ideo- ideological mm-hmm. level, then you're bad. Mm-hmm. You're a bad person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it really riles me up. Cause it's like, you don't even know me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a good, it's, yeah. tipping my hat to you. <clears throat> yeah, being aware of, because yeah, it's it's the whole polarized. Everybody's pick your camp. Which yeah. camp do you want to belong to? It's like you know, and that again, we we always talk about zooming out. It's like mm-hmm. we're all we're all on this planet together. Like in the end, mm-hmm. like some people have it better than others. Some people have it worse than others. You know, it's perspective. What's what do you bring to the table on a day to day basis and I think being good to people is just a great way to start of just like, yeah, new interactions. Like, oh, I might not believe, because I'm guilty of it. I judge people based on their looks, and then I catch myself and going like, well, turn it around on me. Same thing's probably going on. Like, that's the importance of talking to people. It's like, all right, well, what are you all about? And then sometimes you're right, and you're like, ah, nailed it. I knew that guy's name was going to be Chad. No. <laughs> but I knew Chad. Oh, Chad. Um, but yeah, it's, that's, yeah, it's, it's, I like the figuring out life is going to be my, that's like, that's, I should probably get that tattooed somewhere. Okay, Still figuring out life. Yep. How old are you? I'm 90. All right. So Facebook, and you have the option to put in where you went to school. I put life. Well, right, my but yeah, like, school hard like, knocks. Yeah, yeah it's like well, <laughs> yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that a SUNY school or is that a? Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that State University or is that online? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a for nonprofit? Um, what was that Phoenix? No, that's for profit for sure. Um, what do you get? What What does the rest of the group think? Oh, what? 
what I just said, finding intrinsic value and in doing things like, I know Clint, you, you do a lot. You, you fly like flying. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy cool skill to know, but mm -hmm. like you get uh, that joy, like the intrinsic values you walk yeah. away with like a new skill. You, you have some knowledge and also you're seeing things literally from way above. Yeah, like how does that make you feel? Well, it, <clears throat> I like, well, flying, riding motorcycles, uh, doing anything that requires focus puts you in the moment mm -hmm. and everything else kind of goes away. So I think that's why I like those activities. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. What is it like? It's it's um, it's kind of like driving a car at 3,500 feet. You know, it's your focus on the task and it's, you do look out and go, oh, it's cool, it's awesome, but you know, it's it's an interesting sensation. Yeah. Because it's three-dimensional too. You know what I mean? Right. And, it's, and there's forces beyond just uh, stopping, starting left and right. There's, you're feeling these sensations of planes moving around, you know, it's, mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Would you, and I guess joy might be not, might not be the best adjective, but do you feel, do you get that? Do you oh, come? Oh, fuck yeah. Just it's joy. It's joyful. the whole time. Just dude. like, I'm just like, I'm just fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. and that was like in the podcast I was listening to today, there are people doing stuff that in the moment they're so focused, but then they walk away and they're like, oh, that's, that's my joy. I find, and then, so they start, you know, they check and checking off. They're like, well, here's my day to day. Let's make sure I go back to that joy mm -hmm. I find in doing these things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, and all the listeners know, obviously probably sick of hearing it, but I mean, you know, and writing a lot which has been a really great outlet for me and just even like today I just did a quick half hour ride and then you know it was, I felt great when I got back and not that I felt bad when I got on the bike but right. it's just you know it's you come back in a different place mm. it's it's just a great feeling um I I love nature you know I mean I do yeah. a lot of, Karen and I do a lot of outdoor stuff um we love travel traveling definitely puts your life into perspective mm -hmm. you leave your comfort zone and you kind of mm -hmm. get get a taste of the world it really you know makes you appreciate at least I feel fortunate to say it makes me appreciate what we have here um yeah I don't know just little things day to day too just you mm -hmm. know like everyone else like putting on my favorite podcast or yeah. um watching uh sitting just even just sitting on the couch and watching a movie which I don't do very often but you know when you do it's like when you're in that moment you're like oh, this is nice yeah so I think that moment is what you make it. And, you know, you can... Gardening, too, you know. I, I love gardening. I love growing marijuana. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> You're very good at it. Mm -hmm. And um, and, gar and vegetables, too. I just... I like gardening. I like dirt on my fingernails, you know what I mean? And growing yeah. grapes. Growing grapes and making wine. Yeah. And that's another thing that... It's so there's... I have a very very short attention span so I, 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 I'm often doing you know you're busy I gotta do I have to have a bunch of different things yeah to be able to do or else I'll get bored real quick mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and that's important to know about yourself especially like yeah when you can get easily frustrated like well why it's like well I just oh okay I just gotta stay busy yeah and you know it as best as anybody too mm -hmm. like when you do get into a group cause you're you know being a musician you're like like that's probably hard to wrangle down that feeling of like I could be doing this, but it seems to be like that's you find that little lane to groove into, and you're like, all right, I can handle my, you know, my attention span is right now. 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's and when you're playing music, even if you're playing a show or even just a rehearsal, like riding a motor motorcycle or flying a plane, you're you're in that, and you're in that moment. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. you're you're only really focusing on. If it's like if you know, sometimes your mind will wander if you're just kind of going through the motions. But yeah, you know, if you're really feeling it, you're in that moment. You're and, and there's really nothing else going on except for what you're doing and feeling at that particular moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, it's easy to lose sight of that for sure when we do when we do the things. It's like, yeah, remember, zoom out and be like, what's, what am I, what's the value in doing all this? Even if it's a monotonous thing of like, cause it can feel that way sometimes doing art. And the other thing I've noticed too, is like, I've ch I'm changing mediums. It's like, I used to, I love painting. I still love painting, but pen, I went and went apeshit and went to Michael's cause they were having a sale and I bought a shitload of like fine point pens and colored pens. And I'm like, Finding that like changing, it's still visual art, you know, on paper or on canvas, but it's not my paint, my usual acrylic paint. So even that just little shift of just like, I still love doing this, but I'm going to change it up a little bit and then having more fun, like reinvigorating that like fun of like, oh yeah, this is fun. Like Now, I've always liked what about pen, <clears throat> pen especially is just that you can pick it up, work for Five minutes, you can work for an hour and a half, and yeah. then put it down, and you don't have to worry about cleanup or exactly. anything. I mean, is that has that been helpful for you? Because Absolutely. I, like when I'm at yeah. work, I have coworkers who will be watercoloring, and something that <laughs> it's like what the really fuck? irritates me is I'll be I'll get into a painting or yeah. I'll get into a piece like that, and then someone comes in, and I have to clean it all up, and I have to get out of the mindset. But if pencils yeah. and, and markers or pens. You can very easily just stop, put it down, and walk away. Yeah. I mean, have you found that to be part of the appeal, or Abs do you just like the dis I, the actual look per se? I think both? that that I say definitely both. Like that's. I guess I didn't think about it till you, as when you just said it. It's like, oh yeah, that is. It's just that, an efficiency of it's, time. Yeah, it's just like I feel I can crank out more drawings than I can paintings. Paintings kind of like sitting. Not that I will never not paint again. It's like, yeah. but in the moment, I'm like, I've, I've found this new little avenue of like, all right, oh, this feels, this feels way, like, last night I drew like two or three different things and it was like, oh, that was good. Like, that's nice. Get out of your Boom, I can just fucking flip the page, next one. So yeah, there is that, there is definitely that. Um, sorry, I'm getting weird messages on my computer. No. The software will not work. <laughs> uh, it will. It better. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It just starts fucking <laughs> somebody like else. That. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for that little <laughs> interruption, <laughs> listeners. Um, Gabby, we haven't heard much from you. What's going on over there? Oh, I was just listening oh. in today. I thought I, it's wonderful that we have so many different perspectives from different um, worlds of art. Right. You know, so like a tattoo artist, we never really hear your Scoot in this way. I know, this is weird. Yeah, oh, scoot in. It's better. Henry's not here, so. Now I sound sexy. Yeah, there it is. Oh, God. No, um, no back so over there. So it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Getting your perspective on things. But. Well, and, and sorry, before I let you continue, just so you know, Louie, <clears throat> when you, to add to our little reinvigoration, it's art that we've done... 33, this is episode number 33. Okay. And so we've had this regular crew for that many episodes, and it's, we, 
and I don't know how they feel, but I feel sometimes I'm like, I feel flat. I'm like, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? But it, so whenever we have right. a new person on, it's like, oh, all these old ideas that we talked about already. And it's also good to revisit them because then you, uh, it clicks and something, and it's relevant and people mm-hmm. listening. Because once you get past that 10 mm-hmm. episode mark, people forget about episodes and they're like, oh, yeah, you got to remind. Well, also, people. it re inspires you to like pursue, like, oh, okay, I, I do like what I do. Like, right. I, I do like that medium. Yeah. I, yeah. So, exactly. Okay, so. so, again, thank you for being here. Thank it's, you. For it's me. good for everybody. Um, Gabby, why don't you talk a little bit about what you've been up to? Because you've, you've definitely gone out of your comfort zone and you're finding some joy oh, in new right. things. Yeah, a new thing, doing stand-up comedy, which is cool because at least lately you haven't really seen a lot of women doing stand-up comedy at at Bing the Drum. Oh, right, 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 at the open mic, yeah. Um, I was going to say, in the world. No, yeah, in the world there's a lot, but it's cool. I think there's been been a handful of women, but in comparison. You know, comparison right. yeah. to how many guys go up. So I wonder if that for me is really cool. I'm like, yeah, you know, women can be funny. <laughs> but Sometimes. But that's been really invigorating. But I was so stoked because Bender was there the first time and I had never been that nervous. I don't know if it's been a long time or if ever. Where my knees and my feet were shaking. I yeah. was shivering because I was so nervous. I was so cold because I was so nervous. I'm like, is it cold in here? <laughs> you were. You were in a blanket. <laughs> I was in a blanket. And yeah. you were hiding in the back of the point. Oh my God. Was, no. That yeah. was the second I, Yeah. It's funny because I was definitely like, I wanted to get up there. And I do not have the, the chutzpah to, to go up there and tell <laughs> jokes the way you were. Just like, just throwing them down mm-hmm. like it's no one's problem. And like, no. I've been doing this for a while. It was not, I want, I've been wanting to do stand-up for, for about four or five years. When I was single, I was like, okay, I'm going to join Tinder so that I can get <laughs> material on this. I'm going to talk about this. Uh, and, then when I, and then when you stop being single, like your whole mojo kind of gets taken away. What, what were some Tinder jokes? Do we have any? Fuck, I can't remember. Damn it. I was going to say you There's might have a lot to... of them about being single, though, and being a cat lady. Yeah. <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that's been really nice because that's definitely there's there's something in the vulnerability mm. uh, yeah. that can really uh, put a, it out there. Yeah. That, um, Absolutely, helps you be a little more creative. Yeah, it's well, and you're. It's funny that you say that too because you get in front of people and sing, and it doesn't seem like you're as nervous when you do that. Um. It, because uh, cause you're pressured to have to make people laugh. Like the purpose is to make people laugh. And when people try too hard, mm-hmm. then you don't it's make obvious. people laugh. Yeah. It's obvious. Plus you've got a whole band up there with you. Yeah. People mm-hmm. aren't, you know, if you flub, straight. you have the music there. And yeah. sometimes people aren't paying attention. Yeah. But when you're, you know, in stand-up, everyone's, is, is their ears are pricked up. They, they're, they're waiting for you to make them laugh. And mm-hmm. that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's, well, you handled it well, and I know you... You killed it. Thank you. Yeah, you and I have talked about it, and it's It's a lot of fun. Yeah, so... And I... One of my favorite things in life is to be able to bring joy to people. There you go. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. See? Excellent. I'm so cocky. I love it. (laughs) 
I mean, I can laugh, but it's up to you to decide if it's real or not. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) 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 There were so many people at the last one that had all these setups and no punchlines. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like... What? Uh, okay, I guess I guess you're just moving on, and you're gonna. Oh yeah, tough crowd tonight. No, it's not a tough crowd. Like we're waiting for you to finish your joke. You know? Yeah. So maybe in comparison to them, I'm funny, oh. but I'm not actually that. Aim funny. low and overachieve. <laughs> but you know, to their credit, they're up there doing it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's and whole right. boy. Well, not just. I mean, I mean you know what I'm saying. Anyone. Exactly. It's, like, it's, it's hard to get up there time as like, a. Performer, performer as someone who's performed many times I mean I, I and I always had the comfort of going up with a band mm-hmm. uh, or I've other dancers solo a handful of times and I did not like it I didn't I didn't have fun I was like I'm never doing that again or a handful of what I was sorry nope I was just being a dick no, I was like sure you just talked over me <laughs> yep or a handful of dancers oh know? yeah like, sure like a Chippendales <laughs> or two young men to be down Sorry, continue. Mm. I didn't think you heard that. Oh no, I forgot what I was saying. So you're saying you, the support of your band is helpful. Yes, definitely. And so I'm just equating that to performing alone, mm-hmm. like a stand-up. Anyone mm-hmm. who goes up there does whatever the spoken word or comedy or anything. Where mm-hmm. you're just with you and your guitar, like that to me is like mm, I'm cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a different world. But man, it was invigorating. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like sure, the best. It's like it yeah. just feels like you. Now, did you, you find the high as good as uh, vocal performing or better? Better, okay. yeah, a lot better. Just because of the response, or because yeah. okay, yeah. And then also, I think it was almost the adrenaline and, mm-hmm. and how you feel afterwards. I felt high for like a week. Okay. It's like, oh, I did it. I felt like I accomplished something Aww. so new and something that I'd been wanting to do, but I was too afraid and whatever. Just accomplishing something that's so way outside of your comfort zone is, it, it's like a, it, it's like a drug. Mm-hmm. It's altering for sure. It's yeah. very altering. Um, so that and I think that nice. venue too that night is a good place for people like you to get up there and and cut their teeth because it's a supportive audience, totally. right? Don't you think? I mean, yeah. even if people are tanking, like the audience is still relatively supportive. Kind of, yeah, they'll you know they'll still applaud for them afterwards. Yeah. But well, there's um, no booing at the very I, no. There's like everyone's being yeah. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well, everybody's very respectful for Jim and Deneen, but. <laughs> These regulars that come to the brewery. So Jim is a regular. He's hilarious. Jim's okay. He's, yeah, that Jim's comes during okay. the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he was at the last comedy, and mo- if people didn't know him, you'd think that he was heckling. But he like He's, with Henry. Yeah. Henry knows him so well that he could feed off of it. So you get people riffing. like yeah, you get people that can um, feed off the energy and they just utilize that and it just makes it even funnier. Versus well, and even if it's not Jim, Henry's just so good at feeding off Exactly. He's, oh my God. He just, he's so he's good. Na- he's yeah. so natural at it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been, but Bender's planning on doing it. Yeah. It's awesome, dude. I wrote a joke once. <laughs> um. There you go. That's what you should use. And then walk off. I call it the last yeah. 38 years of my life. Yeah. But I'm bummed. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, no, yeah. it's The the thing I was going to say about Jim is he was heckling other comics that he didn't know because he mm-hmm. was a straight-up heckler. Mm-hmm. But it became a fun thing because they turned it into like, 
Oh, okay, Gary. Is that your name? You look like Gary. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. So the guy, the the showcase comedians they knew how to do it. Knew how to handle yeah. it. Um, the open micers were kind of like, oh, what should, uh, just keep going because it is. It's like, and that's that that atmosphere, especially that night. And I think Aiden probably picked up. Uh, he's the he he kind of puts on the showcase. Mm-hmm. Of it got a little out of control because mm-hmm. the crowd started being a little too much part of it, and it was like the comedian, and I could see it on a few their faces, just like yep, yep, lost control of the room. Oh fuck, okay. Um, but anyways, like there there were a few guys that handled it really well. That Nick dude is really funny. Yeah, he's Nick Malik. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so adorable. And you can tell he's like he's he's done that. He's had people give him shit before yeah. so he's like yeah, I got this he's a pro but it is a great like Clint said it is a great atmosphere because <laughs> everybody's there to like yeah and I saw a comedy night at another spot in town and there was a little more of a, like a risk mm-hmm. um, some of the same comics that come up on the showcase at Bang the Jam like Mike Zaluski and Rick Store. Oh, yeah Mike, Mike had to really like engage with the crowd because he had to because they were making noise and he was like yep there's he's he's great at that and though. he's very good and, yeah. and you can tell and henry's in that falls in that category of feeding off that crowd um and that's kind of his brand of like it's in the moment relevant and then there are joke writers that write jokes and go tell their jokes you know yeah. so it's like for me thinking about doing it i'm like well what camp do I fall in? I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know until I go try. Mm-hmm. I, I do like writing jokes. I mm-hmm. come up with things in my head. I'm like, I think that's funny. I think. Yeah. And we'll find out. Because <laughs> it might not be funny at all. I'll be like, well, well, fuck me, right? <laughs> but it's like, yeah. But it it's fun to watch you and see my friend like doing those things that it's like, yeah, you get a lot of value out of that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it kind of opens up your... It, to like me, I know. I was life. gonna say, and seeing some confidence, and you're get a little more vigor for other things. Yeah. You know? So you kind oh, of yeah, stalled absolutely. out before, or, or uh, stalled out for a bit right now, or and that's why you needed a little something yeah, new. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people. You just feel like you hit mm-hmm. a rut with mm-hmm. your routine, and even if our routine is like drawing every day or something, it's still kind of a routine mm-hmm. that gets a little old. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I was craving for something new for something completely different that would literally shake up my world and I was literally shaking yeah. up there that was really I, I I think everyone should try stand up even like a two minute three minute thing just to like get that public speaking mm-hmm. out there and putting your and just the vulnerability is uh, yeah. it's beyond anything that yeah, I think definitely. you can experience in a regular day to day yeah no, I'm, yeah, it's one of those, like, yeah, that's on my list, and it's got to, it's got to happen, and the time is now, it's like, I, I have the opportunity, it's like, well, <clears throat> a little safety blanket, because I know people in the crowd, but it's like, still, like, you know, you guys might find one of my jokes, like, whoa, mm-hmm. not funny, or you guys might fucking love it, so, um, Audrey, <laughs> we're going to pick on you now, because you've been, you've been... You've, I've, I, we got some good Audrey laughs, but we need to. What else is new? We're gonna pick on, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't heard you snort yet. I don't. Think. <laughs> it's coming. It's, it's a coming. Coming, but what about you? Have you had any kind of? I mean, you've been cranking out some awesome badass drawings, but 
what's the value in that? What's the intrinsic value you walk away with? Is it that you, you get a lot of your emotions out? Yeah, I'd say that's a major one. Um, Work through some emotions you need to work through. Yeah, and just my brain. (laughs) My brain. (laughs) My brain is weird. Brain hurts. (laughs) I listen to music pretty much all day. There's never a time, I think, where I'm not. Um, I wake up and I turn it on. i listening to it while I drive. I listen to it while I drive. I listen to it while I work. I listen to it. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, Lately, I've been trying to challenge myself a little bit more because I felt like I got stuck in a bit of a rut with the drawing and the super sketchy stuff and kind of the same, Mm -hmm. like, really weird. It's not weird. It's rad. (laughs) It's weird to some people. Like metal woman feel. Yeah. The same thing over and over. So lately, I've been wanting to play more with... um, well, and the other thing, too, is I just I moved back up to my apartment, so all of my acrylics and most of my art supplies were up in my apartment because okay. I was house-sitting downtown. Yeah. So I just got back to my apartment this week, and all of my acrylics are there. Everything. So lately, I've been drawn to more of this, I don't want to say graffiti style because I don't know that cool. that's exactly what it is, but it's this really, like, colors and then with still with the strong, hard, like, black lines. Dark line, Okay. Yeah, so I'm trying to challenge myself because I honestly I suck at painting. I can draw a little bit. <laughs> you can draw very well. Thank Don't you. bullshit but as, yourself. But as far as like, painting, it's just not. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't feel natural to me. So mm. today I kind of worked on that a little bit, and I'm still, you know, drawing. I'd say about seventy percent of the time, the way I want it to look, it it looks. It yeah. looks like that. Painting. It's, <laughs> Forty yeah. percent of the time, and even then, it's like ah, that's not okay. It became a whole different thing. But that's kind of cool though. It's yeah, still comes from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And at least you're trying. You're aware. You're like, I want to shake things up and try yeah. a different medium. Like that's that's important. Like that's that's how you grow yeah. too. And who try knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just keep improving. Yeah, I, you know, I just, I see people like Boris Vallejo or Frank Frazetta or there's a whole host of other artists I just started following recently whose names, unfortunately, I can't even remember, but I need to make a whole list. It just, it's that combo, you, you just look at their art and you, you want to quit drawing, but you want to keep drawing at yeah, the same time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's inspirational and yeah. dream crushing at yeah. the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I'll never I be that good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then, <laughs> I'm... I'm <laughs> I'll be 30 in April. <laughs> and it's getting to the point where I can't just eat and drink whatever I want anymore. So Sure you um, can. You yeah. just, you'll just turn into something that's... <laughs> I just, I figured out, I put my pole back up at my apartment and I'm really going to try to work it. Because I fucking, I suck. I suck at it. And it's hard. And I actually don't really like it. Really? But so it's, it's something that I love to watch, and it's something that I think is absolutely beautiful, and I... So you're, you're, work, you're trying, though. I am... The goal is to try. Yeah. Um, there is no try. There is art. So... <laughs> yeah. Lifting my, lifting my big butt off the ground is going to be fun, but I'm going to give it a shot and try to not hate myself. <laughs> Just wear a helmet or something. 
Yeah, because, yeah, I have, I've fallen before, like, trying to do this upside down. Anyway, and, yeah, landed don't, on my shoulder from, like, four neck. feet. I know, that's the thing. It's like, oh, I could totally die alone. <laughs> no, no, no. We all die alone. <laughs> this is Ultimately. True. <laughs> this is true. Sorry. Always the uplifter. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, challenging. Good. What else? What other things have you gotten in? Anything? How's the brewing going? Brewing's good. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up on making another run of daddy issues. So that's going to be um, another challenge to kind of hit the consistency mark with yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be too difficult. What are your pretty, variables? I mean, you have exact ingredients, right? Like we have exact ingredients and, and it just, it varies. Like there's so many variants. It could be temperature. It could be. Um, and that's. That's more of a brewery specific issue. Yeah, not you. Mm -hmm. Totally. And especially our brewery specific because um, it's just. Yeah, I mean, we're a microbrewery, but it's basically a large homebrew system. Um, Plastic fermentation vessels are Mm. fucking tricky. Um, Mm. My beer turned out so well because we put it in Colossus, which is the Uni, which is the big steel guy. Oh, plastic. So we're going to do that again. Yeah. The plastic is uh, less. there's more temperature variants. Is that what the issue is? Yeah, is- and I was talking to one of the guys at CCB, and it's not that because we clean everything religiously. Like we've but, never had any bad batches of beer because we clean. But he was saying it's super. Stuff. Yeah, it's super hard to clean them, and you know everything's clean. We haven't had beers go sour, so that's good. Um, but I'm sure there's something. And what's your primary agent? Like you're using like citric acid or, um, it's called PBW. It's an acidic type of cleaner. Usually most CIP. So it's clean in place. Most CIP functions that we do. It's, um, what is it? We use peroxide. It's about four parts. So we do like the acid with the cleaning real hot water first Mm -hmm. off, and then we'll do a hot water rinse real thoroughly. And then we'll do another cold water rinse and then we'll finish up with the parasitic acid. Mm. Same with your fittings. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bright tank, everything, all that gets those. So, and you know, sometimes if it's looking sketchy, we'll run it again. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. We'll just CIP twice. It's fine. So. Do the smell test. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Usually look, see if there's any hot matter or anything kind of left in the one. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's not clean, so we got to do it again. Yeah. You don't want hot matter left behind. <laughs> <laughs> like no, the crime tones. Then you got a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that'll be so yeah daddy issues we're gonna do that again <coughs> do you have any uh any other recipes rattling around that you want to try eventually i did have one i really like so kelly kelly the high bitchin that we serve is kelly's daddy issues okay um that was her first recipe and it's one of our better ones usually it's pretty pretty freaking good i want to try dry hopping it personally um and then i think we're gonna try and tweak the gluten-free so it's not as gnarly not as gnarly yeah so i worked on that this week i added some more hops at the beginning of the boil which is going to be more bittering okay um so i talked to kelly about that and we worked out we're gonna add like twice the hops at the beginning of the boil and then i think we're gonna try to dry hop it just to get it taste more like an ipa and less like i don't know what just fun chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've learned a lot too. It's I have. Like, yeah. I really, I like being there. It was a perfect spot. So again, there's that value. So You're getting a lot of intrinsic value out of your own job of just like, yeah. you can walk away and say, yeah, I 
had fun making it and now I know how to make something mm-hmm. too. I'm very fortunate. And I have, it's, it's a good skill to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, especially these days, love people well, that can this, make beer. Well, and in this area, mm-hmm. I feel like, especially in this state, yeah. any state, anywhere really, you go, but, I mean, yeah. breweries are popping up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Yeah, even if, you know, for some reason, Colorado, I wanted to go back to again for a little while. Like, it's, Is there a beer scene in Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Nah, it's kind of shitty. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Coors? Yeah, that? you know that Coors? Coors? <laughs> Coors. Yeah. Um, well, we're at about an hour. Um, we can always, we've kind of gone over some of our inspirations and all that. Uh, what we usually do, Louie, at the end, towards the end, is talk about any bands or any music um, or any visual art or movies or TV shows that have kind of been inspiring or just, just fun to watch that people might not have seen yet and they should go check out artists. Um, maybe we'll start with Gabby if she's got any that she wants to recommend for our listeners that... Like people go I think last time I, I recommended the same one, the Alexandra Strelinsky. Yeah. Um, I, let me look. I, I have my notes. Found... A- Alexandra Strelinsky? Yeah. I I can't remember if I've... I'm sure I've found someone new since then, but I kind of just listen <laughs> yeah, to... If I did. find it really, really yeah. nice and peaceful, I kind of just listen to the same thing. But um, since since going to New Orleans... I've oh, yeah, just yeah. been listening to a lot more jazz. jazz. And also, um, there's this one song that's my favorite. I just really like it because it's kind of a combination between jazz and African drums. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Abusey Junction by Kokoroko. K-O-K-O-R-O-K-O. Can I see your phone yes. so I can spell it correctly? <laughs> nice. So I really like, I like to hike to that, to that song. Really? I feel like it's kind of like a little, it's like super a little, calming, it's jazzy, rhythm. but it has really nice rhythm. Okay. Um, I and then I think I want to work on a series of, of paintings that involve a little more, uh, New Orleans voodoo style. Yeah, um, yeah, more Baron Samadhi. Uh, yeah, uh, more Marie Laveau, more voodoo priestess, and I mean when I. Uh, New Orleans was almost like yeah, life changing, but also <clears throat> it was something that I'd always yeah, I'd, I'd always felt really connected to. That's cool. So you got inspired I work on that. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good, Louis. How about you, man? Do you have any music recommendations or TV shows or artists? I mean, I will. Uh, I've heard people say that you get like really locked into whatever you're listening to in like your early twenties, and it's like, <laughs> gosh, like. Yeah. The, you know, I started getting gloomy the other day here, and I'm like, and the cure will be on all day at the <laughs> shop. And it's good call. Like, I, I don't know the age range for your listeners, but if you haven't really just sat down and absorbed the cure, mm-hmm. just go put on disintegration like three times in a row. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I don't know, I, I like, like I said, I, I've been really big on the, the podcast kick, and yeah. I highly recommend the, um, like, unpopular opinion. Um, okay. They're, a bunch of the some of the guys who were well, one of the guys who was in Crack.com, and then when that imploded, and he brings on a lot of the, like the Los Angeles com- uh, comedy scene. Oh, nice! For doing a lot okay. of like politics and like pop culture and current yeah. event stuff. Nice. Um, really interesting, and 
it's just well researched, which I, I think yeah. my biggest gripe about a lot of the stuff out there is that um, people will say things and then they don't cite their sources. So yeah. I have no idea if I'm going to convey information to somebody else. Right. Like, oh, I heard this from a guy who heard this from a guy <laughs> on a podcast. And it's like, yeah, that's, I'm, yeah, that can be. So I, I really like anything that has cited sources. Um, yeah. That's just, again, I usually finish up going to the gym and go for like a, a two and a half mile hike. Mm-hmm. And I'll just put on that in the morning or um, nice. there's a couple other ones. But, you yeah. know, I've just really gone full bore into the podcast thing for like the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a lot to be... What's your favorite political podcast? Uh, I, like I said, Unpopular Opinion's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really like... Uh, his name's Adam Todd Brown, who runs it. Um, there is a, a few others, like one called Behind the Bastards, which is much more of like a historical podcast. Oh, cool. Um, and the guy is Robert Evans, who runs that, and... Uh, He's done not the movie proof. No, exactly. Okay. He <laughs> but um, he does. It's a lot of. He's done journalism for Vice before. Very okay. well. Um, and he is bringing kind of uh, a slight journalist kind of like viewpoint of like dictators. And he did like Duterte recently. Very and, cool. Like, Paul yeah. Manafort and okay. Steven Seagal oh, and wow. the Reagans and like he, yeah. he's got this whole like. The, the Patriot Prayer in oh, cool. Oregon. And I'm like, you, you hear these things, but he does these like two or three hour deep in dives. Depth. Oh, yeah. I love that. And you're like, wow, humanity has no right to exist. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, I, I highly recommend that. Okay. He's just, that's a good one. It's on Scientology. Uh, it is on Spotify. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the one on Spotify, mm-hmm. Scientology, Ellen mm-hmm. Hubbard mm-hmm. was really good. I was um, gonna say, do you, do you ever? Joe, Joe Rogan um, <clears throat> talks yeah. a lot about Scientology. <laughs> yeah, a he's, lot. Well, he's had he had fucking the dad David Miscavige's dad on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, hardcore history. Did you mm-hmm. ever give that mm-hmm. one a listen? That's a great one. I, I listened to that one. I, I should recommend. Um, yeah, that's Dan Carlin. If you guys. And I can't find because it's not on his iTunes list anymore. But the the Wrath of the Khans when he talks about Genghis Khan and that whole dynasty, it's like cool fucking one of the coolest yeah. things to listen to. Yeah, I like how they almost took over Europe. Yeah, but they yeah. essentially had like someone die, and so because of their whole power structure, everyone had to go like leave. Yeah, and all of Europe put aside their differences for like a year and a half to like build the defenses in Poland yeah. and be like, That's okay, crazy. like we, this is really our only chance to mm-hmm. survive. And yeah. which I just learned the reason why the Mongols were so powerful because I, which I was watching a documentary on human evolution horses. and it was because they, huh? Sorry. Yeah. Horses. They mm-hmm. would drink horses, yep. milk, horse, blood. Still horse, milk, do. horse blood with milk. What? what the blood? They the, left yeah. out the blood. Yeah, so they drank their well, blood. So they yeah. slit. It was on Netflix. Small. So Dan Carlin goes over that, and he said, he said the number one reason is the horses. He said, they everything they owned mm-hmm. their whole lives were on their horse. Exactly. So this for a long time, the Chinese army thought it was two different armies. Mm-hmm. It is the same one, but they got around so quickly. They're like, there's no way those dudes that attacked that city is the same mm-hmm. same dudes in front of us. Yeah. Because it's just not... And they're like, yeah, they're fucking animal. Like, they're crazy. Yeah. They're like, we got to drink our horse blood. And they'd mix it with milk. So it's like, a, it became this, like, like That's a low protein. They didn't talk about the, the blood. Yeah. And it's... 
It was like mil- horse so they milk were just and cheese. Stronger because of that, I guess. It, it was something so they else didn't had have to do with stop. their DNA. They didn't have to stop for food exactly. and go hunt for food. They could just mm. go. They're like, we're gonna go conquer Mongolia, some the shit. Terrain's pretty. That's a twenty-four hour ride, you know. Mm. Like so they were mm. just like, well, we can keep going. We don't have to stop and hunt around. Mm-hmm. Like we'll keep going. And, Plus, uh, I did math too. <laughs> some serious. Actually, math. it was opium. <laughs> I was sleeping then, and uh, and then of course their bow skills were. Yeah. Ridiculous. They were yeah. warriors. They were just, you know. Well, and they were people that were living, they they were nomads, so they were used to getting up and moving. They didn't have established, mm-hmm. they lived on the steppe, that, which is a huge area, but it's like they were tougher, like they lived out in the elements all the time. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, that was a... They were literally like evolutionarily yeah. just a stronger yeah, kind of human being. But Call yeah, that's. <laughs> I know, yeah, the yeah the Mongols were fucking. Cool, I want to say you cool, can find fascinating it on people. I was gonna say there's a, there's a way to find yeah, yeah if you can Dan Carlin's Wrath of the Khans episodes are awesome, good history. I love that kind of stuff. But yeah, well, cool. Thanks. Yeah, I I never I've heard unpopular opinion, and I and I meant to like put that on my little subscribe list but i'll i'll have to check out behind the bastards that yeah. sounds fun too I, th- I think you'd your personality type seems like you'd appreciate uh, <laughs> oh i don't know yeah. what that means <laughs> yeah, it means exactly what you think <laughs> oh god what do you think of the daily i haven't heard it I'm, from the new york times you know, um times. i haven't yeah i haven't heard it i'm sorry it's I'm, a pretty good I'm, one i believe you I, <laughs> I, I like that I, there's I a, believe you there's a, there's a lot of like that's the thing there is, are a lot there's like, too many I was listening to like This American Life like what 11 years ago and mm-hmm. that was like all you could get that and Savage Love and yeah. I was like okay these are really cool and then I, I actually told a friend once I'm like hey man so I really got into podcasts and he's like what are that I'm like it's the new punk rock and he's like ha 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 and then I <laughs> continued on and he's like Okay, yeah. well, this is the, you're, I'm intrigued, and then I'm like, it's because it's there's no form, there's no, it, yeah. it literally is just like a conversation, and then I, I think I got into Smodcast and some other stuff like that. Smodcast is great, yeah, yeah. and Kevin then you, you kind wonderful. of you know now that it's just exploded, it's like mm-hmm. when people ask, oh, what music you're into, I'm like, music, yeah, <laughs> who listens yeah. to music anymore? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, educated, like I don't know, that is not true. <laughs> I am. You know, just constantly filling the void with, you know, other people's conversations. So, well, I was going to say, so I can distract myself long enough. Yeah. You know. That's good. Yeah, I'm right there with you. That's how this whole thing came about. Mm -hmm. I was like, why don't I just do one? Fuck it. It'll be scary. Mm -hmm. But once you're out there, now we're 33 in. It's like, holy shit. Momentum. Mm -hmm. Keep it going. We got It's as old as as you are. I'm 34 now, so oh, wow. bring that one up. more episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a good crew, so it helps. Are you and, gonna have a birthday having... party for it next year to come, or the next one to no. coincide for the year? We've no, past a year. Yeah, no, March. No, no, we started. No, 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 we didn't. I looked yeah, at it. Yeah, we started this year. You, because Clint was the first episode. Um, yeah, it was. It was back in May. No. Yeah, it was, in May. it was May. So we're not quite at a year. We should start planning a party. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, but I looked back and I was like, because that's what I was thinking about. I was like, it's not quite a year. I met you guys in December. I met everybody. November. I met you. Well, I met you first mm-hmm. at the brewery and then subsequently, like, I met yeah. Clint through the brewery. But it was like this time of year is when I met you and started hanging out mm-hmm. with everybody. Mm-hmm. So I've been here it's a year, right. but the podcast is not quite a year. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But you I think were. It was that late. I think it was May. 
for its March, April, for its May, birthday, yeah. are you gonna broadcast or probably do it from a Maybe bouncy house or something? Because I will, I I will rent I, a bouncy house and. Uh, <laughs> we should and just try and record. I'll bring my exactly. little <laughs> my little digital recorder, just like. So what do you think? That's not garbage, hilarious. but hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, the people listening be like just one short listen. Clip. Um, and Patreon subscribers can be invited uh, <laughs> at the twenty dollars a month tier. Yeah. yeah, we still don't have any sponsors. I don't know why. <laughs> Not enough bounce houses. Exactly. That's. I like that idea. I should write that big bold letters: bounce house your <laughs> anniversary. Um, you think I'm joking? I'm show up. <laughs> That's going to translate well yeah. to audio. Yeah, it'll be sweet. A lot of sweet. Yeah, you had to be yeah. there. A lot of like, uh, where's Audrey? She's throwing Just, up. <laughs> Yeah, we'll hear that. <laughs> this is going to sound like a lot of people are having sex. How do you bounce house? Yeah, jeez. She's like, she's like, slower? Oh my god. Slower? Hold on. Oh my god. I'm bouncing. Oh my god, it's so bouncy. Are you Snow White? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, thanks for coming, guys. Jesus. See you later. No, uh, Audrey, what? Uh, any some? I mean, you just told us you listen to music constantly. So, yeah. do you have any new music? Yeah, I found this sweet. Or any old music that maybe people haven't heard yet? You should tell them about. Um, Who'd you send me? What was that band? Oh, uh, that was um, witch. Shit. something witch. Let me look. Yeah, and honestly, that it's Mountain Witch. That Mountain one song, witch. "The Dead Won't Sleep," that's pretty great. It's got a kind of classic rock sound to it, but it's still a little bit medley. Um, medley. Medley. Okay. And then there's this Swedish kind of Highlight. stoner metal slash doom metal band that I really like, and it's Galpa. It's G A U P A. Um. They only have a few things on Spotify. Okay. Um, but she has vocals that are kind of like Bjork. Oh, cool. But more enjoyable to listen to. What? Does that make I, sense? 100%. I, I like Bjork. Ugh. Don't get me wrong. I really like her. But this, this like band, I didn't realize that I wanted Bjork to sound like this band until I heard this band. And I was like, oh, this is what I was looking for when I was listening to Bjork and just feeling like it wasn't quite right. Okay. Um, and then I fell down a big rabbit hole from that band on Pinterest, just looking at like Sun, um, Beelzebong, Conad, uh, <laughs> Black Sabbath, yeah. Bong Ripper, Red Fang, mm-hmm. just like looking at all of stoner their metal. Po- stoner metal posters. Holy shit. Yeah. Cool I, art. There's a lot of cool artwork for those oh bands. Oh my God. It's almost I, like they really got focused and just started. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about wanting to stop drawing, but keep drawing at the same. Just absolutely phenomenal. Cool. Beautiful, beautiful pieces. So if not for the music, stay for the art. Right. Okay. Exactly. Come for the music, stay for the art. All right. Maybe that's their whole, sh- that's their goal. They're like, we'll stick around. You might not. Just give it time. Even some suicidal tendency posters. Oh, like, fuck oh, yeah. Myco, Psycho, Myco. Yeah, it's a couple Metallica. There are even some Slayer ones. Yeah, out, out, yeah, and that's the fun of buying some vinyl is you find some really awesome artwork that you'd never oh, find right. on a CD or anything. And it's, so th- see, that's the other thing about special, vinyl. The yeah. album art's this big; you could yeah, literally frame cool. it and look like yeah. Yeah, nice. <sighs> Clint, 
planner. Yeah, no. What else? What you got for us? Oh fuck, I don't know. I've been listening to it too much, but um, my wife made me start watching. My wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know don't we're worry. a little late to the we're a little late to the game in this one, but The Handmaid's Tale. I, oh, okay. isn't it fantastic, it's dude? It's fucked. It's isn't so it great? It's, on my it's list. not that unrealistic. It's well, you know, I'm. There's parts I'm like, oh yeah, I understand. That's like a good idea. <laughs> I'm like, babe, you better start being nice. <laughs> Make women shut up more. Yeah. Babe, you better, you know. It's a great idea, Gabby. Just, I'm not saying. I do not support them. I'm not, <laughs> babe, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. When the purge Sarcasm comes, be nice to me. to its fullest. No, it's, it's dark, dude, and it gives me weird dreams, and it's weird. Really? Yeah. Rarely do, do like, movies or shows give me weird dreams. Really? It's, yeah. It's affecting you. It's, like, the Damn. not so much now. Now we're into season two, and the chick's kind of annoying. But, <laughs> the chick is I ha- kind I of annoying. I still haven't gone to season yeah. two. Well, you guys will know. If you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's, like, the same thing with... Um, what was the other one where the girl got really annoying? Um, oh, Orange is the New Black? No. Oh, yeah, that she too. annoyed the crap Wait, out of me afterwards. We were just talking. Yes. My oh, talking the whole show. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. But anyways. The Crucible? Um, no, it's no. still, it's, uh, it is. It's, um, you know, is it believable? There's parts. You're like, okay, yeah. this is. But really, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a good work of fiction. It's, it's not. There's no way that could happen. Yeah. Um, which brings sure? me comfort. Yeah, no, I am sure. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, no, it wouldn't happen. Um, however, it's still spooky. It's spooky as fuck. And it's like, you're like, damn, you know. Okay. It really makes you think about, um, you know, stuff. <laughs> stuff and things? Yeah. Stuff, stuff and things. I know stuff that is on things. my list. And I, I, it's one of those, like, I just... Yeah, I gotta just yeah, dive in. The acting is incredible. It's great. Yeah. It's shot really well. Well, who is what's the actress's Elizabeth name? Elizabeth Moss. She, she, yeah, she's Peggy from Mad Men. Like, holy she's cow. also a I, Scientology. I never watched Mad Men. Is she? Oh, she is. No, and she's crazy. in that show. Uh, yeah. Wait, Peggy, Mad Men. The irony is not oh. lost on her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Scientologist. And I'm in this show. Are you sure you're not living? You're not. Dip- oh, she probably plays it so well because she is a Scientologist. Maybe she just has a thing about boats. Who knows? Sea <laughs> uh, Org. Um, but there is a band that I've liked for a while that I've just sort of they put out a new record. It's called The Marked Men. You heard the that? Marked Men. Yeah. Uh, I, you've and definitely... it's kind of garagey, kind of uh, punky stuff, but it's great hooks. Really, nice. really fun to listen to. Um, kind of. In, in terms of production, kind of lo-fi, which is typically not what I, my ear likes, but these right. guys, their songs are good. Yeah. Um, and they just put out some new stuff. So, but all their their whole catalog's great, I would say. So nice. Check out the Marked Men. The Marked Men and the Hands Made Tale. Yeah, it's spooky. Dude. The Hands Made Tale. I know. Now I'm like intrigued. Cause I'm it's not like... easily affected by movies and stuff, but I was the first like first see. I was like, really. I feel like I need to go take a shower. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, those are good. Those are mm-hmm. the good ones where you're like, oh, but those you are can't. the ones you need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you keep watching. You're like, I gotta see. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. see where this goes. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. No. It's on my list. I feel like you would really like it. Yeah. Does it? Is it kind of culty? Kind of oh, women? Oh, it's very culty. Okay, yeah. I've hard time watching those a little bit, but um. <laughs> it's rapey. It's very rapey. Ooh, oh, okay. No. Very yeah. Rapey. All right. It's dark. I... It's just fucked up. It's like, but it's uh, eye-opening. It's a good story. It's eye-opening. It's a great story. And, yeah. Okay. 
It's a it's a very solid story. Mm. Well, that goes into the and, like and, is the rapiness part of the story or is it yes. gratuitous? No, yeah, no, it's, it's not. definitely it's a part. Very much a, a big part of the story. Okay. Because it's like because they base everything off literally yeah. off the Bible, like the Old Testament, and so that's <laughs> how they live. It's yeah. It's I love when people get bent out of shape over stuff in movies. I'm like, did you read mm-hmm. the Old Testament? You yeah. Can, oh, oh, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, okay. It's dark, but and also too, I like like imagery and like mm-hmm. you know, like that's one thing I like when I watch movies is you know like the not just what we're looking at, but how is it shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The cinematography. You know, there's lots of like lots of. Um, you know, like lots of uh, grays and mm-hmm. blues, and like you can tell before they're like they the start slow motion they, they fan smoke through the room because the sun, all the lights coming through the window, oh, you can see all the okay. light. And, oh, that's cool. Okay, um, yeah, that's really. Yeah, cool. I am a sucker for that the shit. Angles too. are interesting. Like that's uh, very well shot. They'll do some like some some camera shots, like when the scenes are really intense, where the camera's not. It's kind of always moving. Mm-hmm. The focus is shifting a little bit, so you sort of get that perspective of. Okay. Like looking through the eyes of that person yeah. and okay, um, Brad. Nice. Yeah, it's, right. okay. it's okay. It's really well done. It's totally Did you see the ballad of Buster Scruggs? Because that is no, shot. but Fantastic. Henry's been oh, bugging me. Think you'd enjoy it, and that. I told you yeah. about it too. You did, yeah, yeah. you did. That's yeah. right. You, yeah. but yeah, you, yeah, no. That's, I know. I need to. If that's what you're into, I think you'd rather yeah. really enjoy it. It's well, when we're done digesting this, we'll move on to that. Now you might need a palate cleanser after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, after uh, Handmaid's Tale, you know? yeah, 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 I think so. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Can, I just need some rainbow sherbet. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Some visual rainbow. Ooh, Tom rainbow. Waits as a prospector will just like uh, give you so much joy in your heart. I love Tom Waits. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they actually gave him a script. I think they just followed him on like, vacation. Just, yeah. <laughs> I really think they just like showed up. He's Sounds like, about right. so what's going on? What are we doing? Hey, here? what are you guys doing here? <laughs> Sounds what are you guys about right. Doing here? That's awesome. Yeah. I just saw the movie. Um, have you seen Only the Brave? It's with Josh. Yeah, Josh Berlin. It's about the 19 firefighters that mm-hmm. died in Arizona. Uh, no, uh, oh man, it took me. It's taken me about a week and a half to knock off the depression that caused. Because I remember when that first happened. Hmm. Um, I I was I had two I had two friends that grew up in Prescott and I think they knew one of the firefighters something like that so they were really very affected by it. And I was like firefighters for what? For the remember the like back in two thousand the hot shots the, hot shots, the granite yeah peak where was the fire in Yarnell in Arizona oh. and they all died oh yeah 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 Jesus. oh and I think was wasn't it like a couple of them used their fire blankets that were supposed all of them to, did. to and they all like got cooked in them yeah, yeah. <gasps> I remember like, that yeah. horrible yeah. again so, we're bringing it down towards the end again but the, <laughs> you're welcome Sam, but thanks, the movie Gabby. did a fantastic <laughs> job because like I I love Josh Berlin. I respect him so much as a person and as an actor. So anything that he that he chooses to do, I, I'll watch. Except for Old Boy, that movie was fucked up. But um so I saw a dead puppy on my way over here today. Um But it was it was honoring them and it was um the the shots were amazing. And it was from the same director. Oh crap, I can't remember who it was, but oh the same director as Oblivion. That did the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, yeah, that was a rad. Um, so it was it was Fun. just very very Sci-fi. well done. But okay, that's another movie. It's just 
not, it's not a feel good movie. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll end on feel good shit. I don't have any. <laughs> Life is shit. No. Most of the shit. Most of the time. I just like hearing your guys because mostly that's my ploy is like, give us your recommendations. They're really it's like for me too. Cause and then it's my turn to give you guys some. I got nothing. <laughs> um, I don't. Fine. What, uh, what are you talking about? You recommended, um, who is the stoner metal band you recommended to me at comedy night? Oh, Blue Snaggletooth. Yeah, Blue Snaggletooth. Um, they're, they're rad. Yeah. They're fun. They're I'm more like shit. classic rock mixed with, they're a little heavier than stoner metal. Like they yeah. get a little more rockin', Which but is, they're yeah, fun. It, it'll suit a certain mood for sure. Um, yeah, I don't, I've been rewatching old shows, so that doesn't, like King of the Hill fucking cracks me up. Mm-hmm. So I've been revisiting that because it's hilarious. Uh, it really is. Well, like the drunks. Oh. Hank Hill and Bobby. I think Bobby is probably. Bobby? Damn it, Bobby. Yeah. The episode with Connor Oberst, I think, is still one of my favorite. Oh, guy from Bright Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? So yeah. fucking funny. Okay. And they just talk about, they just rag on hipsters the entire time. Yes. While he's the lead. It, it, it yeah. works and it, it's smart and it's really good. Mm. I fucking Mike Judge. Shout out to that dude. Jesus. Cracking me up. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, it's, you, like, this is, I'll say it again, because and I don't care if it's cheesy, my friends are my inspiration, too. Like, seeing what you guys do, it's like, it gets me like, well, why am I, I have no excuse to not be doing something right now. So, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate that. Yeah, and Louie, please come back again. We're going to have you back on. Be careful, because I will just keep showing you up. Will. And... It'll be really awkward because no, it's not going to be awkward. You have another guest. Perfectly prepared. And be like, oh, I have a whole bunch of stuff. I've got my list. That's an ad. Here's That'd some be... bullet points. No, we like that because the people yeah. who come unprepared can be prepared while listening to you. Yeah, I really should bring on one of my co- my coworker and I. Just we go back and forth all day at work, and we just have. I, it's almost like an Abbott and Costello routine every day. At work. I love it. That's awesome. We almost got Gina to come today. Is that? Oh, okay. Gina. Come on, Gina. We're going to get her. Cool. We're going to get her on. You guys feel good? Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, I got so much stuff I could keep talking about, but you guys probably at some point just cut the mic. No. I mean, we're in an hour and a half. That's usually our... probably good. Like, we've gone almost three hours, but that's why I say, how are you guys feeling? Um, do people have to go? That's my soon. Own. I do soon. Okay. Well, we can wrap it up. I think it's a good yeah, stop. Do this much of my tequila soda, so I'm good. Perfect. Now, don't have any profound thoughts after the mic's off. <laughs> you gotta save that for next time. Okay. And scene. And close. Well, thanks for being here. I have an empty beer, but I'll thanks, cheers Bender. you guys anyways. Thank cheers. You, thanks, cheers. listeners. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for right. inviting me. Of course. Thanks, Louie. Cheers, Louis. Thanks, Cheers everybody. See you.